Bruh. Hi, Maureen. Can I just tell you? Yeah. How amazing. Mm. Ice makers. Mmm. My fridge mm-hmm. has an ice maker. Ooh. It's amazing. It's a Look game changer. That. I have unlimited ice. I have unlimited ice whenever I want it. Yeah. Basically a yeah. superpower, dude. Yeah. And you throw it at people? You know. You'd eat it? Mostly eat it. Yeah. You can drink it, kind of, if you wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, it always melts on me. So, yeah. Amazing. Uh, and my girlfriend and my roommate love it because I'm so anal about my ice trays and keeping them filled. So everybody's really happy that they don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, people who don't refill the ice trays are, are heathens. Exactly. It, uh, whenever people don't refill an ice tray, it just reminds me of that uh, scene from uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend where uh, the best friend character is like, she holds up like two empty ice trays and she's just like, what? man did this um but yeah it's so easy so simple um do you want to know what i did this past weekend yeah i went on a bog tour a a bog tour yeah i went and did a tour of a bog a local bog how was the bog it was great it was actually really fun it was Apparently it's the last uh, tamarack bog uh, left in Minneapolis. It was actually very interesting. I learned a lot about bogs. Um, I, I had heard about it nice. during the zine um, festival I went to during Pride. And it was really cool. It was a small group. We walked around the bog. And I didn't know there's like two carnivorous plants that live in Minnesota. I had no idea. Oh, And we got to exciting. see them both. There was a honeydew and a... Um, and a pitcher plant. I was in love with them all. We got to see. I love see. a pitcher plant. Yeah, I love the honeydew. They're just little tiny little fuzzy guys, and they're like, "Man, this place is so uh, like lacking nutrients. I guess I'll just start killing tiny bugs to get the nutrients I lack." Which nice. Yeah. So it was really cool. I had a great time and didn't get too bitten up and had a, had learned did a lot you, about bogs. Did you feel like a shadow clan cat? Well, we couldn't walk too much on the bog. There was a walkway, but yes. Okay, but just the ambiance. Yeah, it was it was very nice. It smelled super. It actually smelled pretty nice. I, I was like tempted to like eat the peat. Don't eat peat. Um, but, oh, it smells so good. Well, and it just like it looks like, I have like a lot of texture issues. So you would think I wouldn't like peat, but there's like. I used to eat dirt as a kid, so I think it just, like, something um, carnal in me was, like, inspired, and I was like, oh, oh man, I wish I was allergic to peat. Um, I like a peaty whiskey, that's for sure. I like my whiskey to be a bit... I mean, peat's just, like, decomposing a fiber plant thing, so... Yeah, and it's delicious when you're whiskey. Yeah, I hate whiskey, Tastes so. a bit peaty. I like a peaty whiskey. You can keep that. Um, but yeah, it was really fun. Um, well, have you read anything? No, because we recorded the last episode five minutes ago. Okay, yeah, but I saved a book. I didn't, okay? I finished two oh, I books, like... so... You're very good. 
Everyone should be very proud of me. But get hyped for this thing that I'm, this book that I'm about to tell you about. The fact that I had one episode ready, or one book ready for a double recording okay, is pretty good. What What is your book going to tell me? So, um, my roommate's mother uh, gave this to me. Oh, I thought that was the name of the book. Got it. No. <laughs> no, my roommate's parents know that I'm always down for some good books, and they're both artists, so they've got some cool, fun books. And uh, she gave me Strange Sisters, The Art of Lesbian Pulp Fiction. Oh! From 1949 to 1969. Are you kidding me? Right? Look at that. Ooh, I'm, I'm so jealous. Yeah. So it, it talks about... Um, Someone just gave you that? Yeah, because I'm her mom's favorite lesbian. Like, I'm adding that right? to my, like, to-buy list now. With a foreword by Anne Bannon, who I have read some of her lesbian pulp fiction. I, like, want to read more lesbian pulp. You should, you should, Anne Bannon's good. Okay. Oh, there's this book called Pulp by Robin Talley that's, like, a uh, fiction book about a girl researching pulp fiction. And then it's also covering a woman back, like, actually in the 50s who was writing Pulp Fiction. So, like, it's a really cool kind of, um, like, fiction, but, like, stuff that, you know, based on what was actually happening and, like, researching it. So that's a cool, cool book, a recent book about Pulp Fiction. But, um, yeah, I mean, this book talks about, um, I've really only read, like, the foreword in the intro. Oh, (laughs) but it's, like, it's just you're there to look at the, the pictures. I know, I know, I know, but, you know, they're talking about how, like, a lot of times, um, you know, this stuff, they, you had to learn how to, like, see, see the covers, you know, like, oh, two women, like, looking at each other forlornly, or, like, like, these are, like, the things that you'd look for to find the lesbian Pulp Fiction, and, but also, I know from, um, like, the, the book Pulp that I was just talking about, like, um, a lot of the lesbian pulp fiction at the time like the editors wouldn't publish it unless it had like a bad ending yeah like they have to be punished someone had to yeah somebody had to die somebody had to get married to a man it's like the haze code it it never yeah like it never ended well because otherwise it wouldn't be published so uh so yeah so i'm i'm enjoying um i'm enjoying this a lot and there's a lot of great pictures to look at and you know Anne bannon does the foreword and she was like you know we didn't get to pick the covers of our books Mm. so it'd come back and it'd be like that's not what a lesbian looks like (laughs) like that doesn't like have you ever seen one of us it's all lipstick lesbians it's just lipstick lesbians. It's like we didn't have we didn't have full uh, representation of the whole spectrum. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 a fun little book. So yeah, you should definitely add that to your list. Oh, and sorry, it was um, did I, uh, Jay Zimmet, uh, they are the person who has put this together. Yeah, that was she did this wonderful history book, a very important history. You ready for a gallery? I guess. Because I'm Amber Hart, and this is Warrior Cats. What is that?
started to agree that yeah this is a great place something interrupts her it's her father firestar oh. racing across the clearing to throw himself up onto that tree <sighs> black star leopard star one star firestar called we could sit here for the gathering <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting the band back together hey guys we can sit here oh my god so yeah, yes we get, yeah, and they uh I guess they agree because they join him. Uh Black Star joins Firestar on the branch, Leopard Star settles herself not far from them, and One Star goes a little higher so he can look down on the other three. Can you just imagine like how loud he was? Like how could you not? Like, no, I'm actually just gonna sit on the ground. So instead of four oak trees, they've got one oak tree. What does that mean? I don't feel like unpacking it. <laughs> so Mistyfoot sat neatly on one of the thick, twisting roots, and the other deputies, Ashfoot and Russetford, joined her. Which, shout out for these strong female deputies that we've got going here. That's nice. It's a good... It's like a little... It's like a pageant. <laughs> Everyone's showing off. And it's blindingly obvious that there is no ThunderClan deputy to join them. Yikes. It really spotlights it when we have, like, an yeah. actual gathering. Yeah. Oops. We haven't had one of those. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute since, like, a classic gathering. Watch, we, like, don't ever have a gathering again because, like, he's so embarrassed. Firestar calls the cats to gather and invites one whisker to begin. He is congratulated for receiving his name and nine lives by cats from all clans. And he reports that Ashfoot, Tornier, and Crowfeather drove a fox off their territory. Squirrelflight mutters to Ashfoot that he didn't mention Mudclaw's rebellion at all, or how ThunderClan helped with the battle and warned them about the fox. Ashfoot asks her if she really thought he would. Yeah, once again, who are we, Brambleclaw? Right? One star continues. Two of their apprentices have become warriors. Owl Whisker and Weaselfur. Yes! Oh my god! Yeah, they have, uh, Wing Clan has proven that they are a strong clan because they're pulling out these names. Owl Whisker? Oh my god! so good That's very good weasel fur is is expected expected but still pretty good i mean weasel whisker would have been so good because i love that alliteration yeah but but i guess you can't have owl whisker and weasel whisker we could double Although trouble they did blue fur and snow fur on the same day so yeah they could yeah or honestly you could have just swapped because owl fur is kind of funny because because <laughs> owls don't have fur. It's like the owl. It's like an owl bear, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Leopard Star is on her paws almost before one star finished. She says they haven't seen any sign of the badger that they drove out a moon ago. And Squirrelflight's lip curls at how pleased Hawkfrost looks with himself. 
As if he's the only cat who's fought off a badger. It's... It's... I feel like we're... Swordflight just also did that. Yeah. And also, I, like, we're definitely viewing him, like, through her lens right now. Because if we were in Brownclaw's oh, lens, sure. it would have been like, And there's my brother, looking as strong Proud. and stout and handsome as our murderous father. Oh, squirrel flight. How can you look like it would have been like, oh, <laughs> at least squirrel flight like gives the point. It's like, yeah, there he is looking proud. Ugh. Ah. Anyway, I just fought a badger too. Yeah. I'm still licking those wounds. Mm-hmm. Well, River Clan also has a new warrior, Voltooth. It's a pretty cool name. Voltooth? Voltooth. Hang on, one moment. Need to look at what a vole is. Uh, no, I need to look at. I know what a vole is. Okay, my dog killed one once. I had to clean it up. Yeah, that's. Thanks, Carol. Oh God. What? Man, that kid probably has such big teeth, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I I just like I I saw some like upsetting close ups of mole mouths. Um, vole teeth don't look that. Oh, you, they do. All rodents have teeth that will kill them if they don't chew. That's true. I mean, not not all rodents, but quite a few rodents. Yeah. So. <laughs> so vole tooth, welcome. <laughs> He's actually, he's not here, though. He's back at camp. He's sitting vigil at camp. They didn't let him Oh. Yeah, maybe he's cute. Maybe it just has, like, a little bunny smile. Maybe he's got just a little overbite with his little teeth. Oh, cutie. Just one. <gasps> That'd be so cute. Well, Squirrelflight whispers to Leafpool that one star and Leopard Star seem keen to report new warriors, as if trying to show off to the other clans how strong they are. What? We're like Squirrelflight's like so ungenerous. <laughs> well, the ferocity startles Squirrelflight. Leafpool asks why it's so important for them to be rivals instead of friends. Have they forgotten everything they went through to get here? Genu- okay, guys, genuinely, genuinely, here's the thing: you are comparing three months of the most like probably traumatic experience for the majority of these guys. To their entire lives, which were leagues better. Of course they want to forget it. Yeah. The only thing that was worse was the, like, the the Blood River thing. And we very quickly tried to forget that. So much so we let Hot Frost hang around. Squirrelflight's surprise Leafpool felt so strongly. Her friendships with Little Cloud, Barkface, and Mothwing wouldn't change no matter how hostile clans got. But maybe... (laughs) But maybe she had grown used to living with all the clans together, just like Squirrelflight had. Leopardstar continues by claiming the marsh for RiverClan territory, now that they wouldn't be gathering there. Blackstar says everyone must agree. 
there was neutral territory around four trees. Leopard Star says they can't turn this place into the forest. Things are different here. For a start, every clan but River Clan needs to cross another clan's territory to reach the island. There's no point having neutral territory. Firestar thinks Leopard Star's right. He doesn't see why River Clan can't have the marshes. Firestar asks One Star what he thinks. One Star looks like he might want to object. There are some nice herbs in those marshes. But Wind Clan does already have the largest expanse of territory. Very well, he eventually growled. Blackstar shrugs. He won't object if they all agree. It's Firestar's turn. He doesn't have much to report. They found a badger, like River Clan, and Brambleclaw led a patrol that drove it away. They haven't seen any two legs since moving into their territory. Blackstar's next. He reports of plentiful prey. And they found an old badger set not far from the two-leg nest, but the scent was stale. It must have been abandoned long ago. Genuinely, it's good that, like, the two most dramatic, like, clans had the least to report. Or it's very bad. <laughs> They're not telling us the truth. Well, Squirrelflight is relieved that it seemed as if the badger and her cubs had retreated deeper into the forest away from clan territory. Whew! Now we just have to watch it for the angry geese. What? <laughs> well, she notes that there seems to be a number of old sets reported. Several badgers must have lived here once. Well, she murmurs to Ashfur that she hopes they've seen the last of them. Sad forester. <laughs> Every clan has made their report, but Firestar begins to speak again. He says that Leopard Star pointed out that they need to cross each other's territories to reach the gathering place Star Clan has chosen for them. They need to decide exactly where cats can travel in each other's territories when it's time to gather. Blackstar says there's no reason for Thunder Clan to cross Shadow Clan territory. It's quicker to come across Wind Clan. Firestar stiffens and says yes, but they still need to discuss it. Leopard Star says she doesn't mind any cat coming from either direction as far as the tree bridge, but no cat has permission to take River Clan prey. One Star agrees. Do we have permission to poop? I'm just like, like, okay, fine. We just start pooping, like, a lot. (laughs) Alright, we'll hold it. And then we just, like, let it out right there. I I don't think we do that enough as a tactic. No? Yeah. We don't talk about we don't talk about it a lot. I mean, that's probably for the best. But well, Firestar can bring his clan across his territory, but he wants them to keep within two fox lengths of the lake. Anywhere else, and his warriors will regard it as trespassing. Firestar says that sounds reasonable. They should make that a general rule. But a clan can cross another's territory to come to gatherings, but they must stay within two fox lengths of the lakeshore and travel without stopping. So I think that negates the pooping. Oh. You'd have to stop. Are we gonna- who's writing this down? Um. uh. Okay, quick review. How many of the the warrior- how much of the warrior code do we remember? Oh, for- don't murder? I don't- is that even on there? Is it? (laughs) I'm- I might need a review. It definitely is. Oh, well, thank God. Right? Oof. 
Well, and take no price, Blackbar adds. And the cat seemed to agree. It's like the good camping Seven rule of thumb. Leave the place better than you found it. Pick up any litter that you see. Okay, I picked up Crow Feather. I'm taking him home. <laughs> Leave fool. Picked him up, taking him home. Cinderpelt stands up. She asks if the same rule will apply to medicine cats when they visit the moon pool. They would like to have they will have to leave the lake shore and cross ThunderClan or WindClan territory to reach the hills. One star points out that WindClan has always allowed cats to cross their old territory when going to the Moonstone. And there's a touch of warmth in his voice. He shares the respect that all cats felt for Cinderpelt. Funstar agrees. He doesn't see any reason not to do the same here. Blackstar says those should be the only two exceptions, though. He glares at Firestar. Otherwise, they may as well forget about boundaries altogether. No, Peace wait, love, baby. Says, Why are we always concerned about boundaries? I don't think... We need a hippie cat. We need hippie cat sect. I want... Sect. I want battling political powers. I want ideals clashing. Not just on a personal one-on-one level. I want debate. I want protest. I want chaos. I mean, we can't read or write yet, but I want to see picket lines. (laughs) What are we picketing? I don't know. I just want to see what they'll come up with. (laughs) No. Wait, Mistyfoot says from the tree roots. Cats who cross borders aren't always hostile. And she is, you know, I mean, she did just come to ThunderClan to warn them about a possible coup, so she's got a point. And Leafpool agrees. They should be able to visit each other. And she gazes across the clearing. Scrollflight can't see what she was looking at. No, okay, no, no. I, I'm on, I'm on Blackstar's side. What is this? What what are we doing here, guys? I don't like when have we just casually visited each other? This I mean, I guess I mean not always hostile, like well Mistyfoot was going to warn them of something or like a I know, but like I feel like I don't think we have to like write that down. That's just always been like a thing. Yeah. I mean if we're gonna get like the... super strict about the patrols and like the borders, we'll we need passports. <laughs> An identification. Like, but before we have a neutral place to cross into anybody's territory. We did? now, like, yeah, four trees. You could get anywhere. For, you could go to four trees and go into any clan's territory. Oh, that's true. Where there's no neutral place here that le- Like, if ThunderClan wants to go see RiverClan, there is no way, unless they want to swim across the lake, to not go through another clan's territory. Yeah, that's just bad planning. Hold on. Um keep going i have to let my cat in before he rips up my carpet okay well they don't really address this so (laughs) firestar says if no (laughs) if no cat has any more to say they should end the gathering and firestar adds that they need to make sure the cats who aren't here know what's been decided blackstar licks a paw and draws it over his ear that would be a job for the deputies don't you think yeah that was a cruel taunt that was directed at firestar like ouch 
okay? Oh, you're good. Me? Yeah, that was a burn. Yeah, that was a burn. If you heard Fire my- Firestar doesn't- My ooh came from a different room because I let Hobbit in before he had a heart attack. So you <sighs> can't be separated from me for that long. Hi. Yeah, you can come in here. Ooh. He's usually not let in this room. Why? Because he ate off the ties on one of my shirts. <laughs> like, I have little, like, tie, like, little, like, laces to tie up the sleeves. He chewed off one of the laces. He chewed, I have oh. a, uh, uh, like, humid, hum, uh, like, humidity, uh, like a humidity yeah. controller. Like, one of those ones that absorbs yeah. the moisture. He bit open the bag and got the water everywhere. <laughs> like, he's not allowed in here. Because he uh, just can't be trusted. Look at him, he's so sweet. Oh, hey! He's like, oh, forbidden. Anyway. So, we just got burned. So bad. But Firestar just nods curtly and leaves the tree. Hawkfrost is murmuring something in Brambleclaw's ear. And Squirrelflight wonders if He's telling Brambleclaw what a great deputy he'd make. Probably, yeah. That's actually a pretty good guess. Yeah, probably. He's stripping poison right in that boy's ear. And he's <laughs> slurping it up. Well, she hardly recognizes Brambleclaw when she looks at him. And she can't even remember why they had been so close once. Suspicion prickles her pelt as she looks at the pair shoulder to shoulder, like a cat beside its own reflection. If Brambleclaw wants to be deputy, that would mean that he must think Firestar is wrong to insist that Graystripe is still alive. I don't think that part's wrong. I think that part is even Graystripe at this point would be like, you didn't elect literally anyone. Yeah, it's even if Graystripe is still alive, he's not here and maybe we should have somebody else step up yeah there's a difference between holding space for someone and literally not being able to function as a clan yeah hi baby why you just get comfortable lay down if you're gonna be in here well being deputy was only one step from being clan leader was brambleclaw looking forward to the day that firestar lost his last life yeah Let's just interpret it in the most ungenerous way possible. She's, like, been really on that, just, like, not at all positive vibes at all. No, she's been getting really bad vibes. Mm -hmm. Can't blame her. And Squirrelflight shivers at the thought of her father's death. And she remembers the stories about Tigerstar. He had been prepared to kill to become deputy, then leader. Did his son share the same ambitions? Would Brambleclaw be prepared to take the same murderous path to achieve them? I just remember this is an audio medium, so none of you heard me just roll my eyes. Because, <laughs> like, what a new storyline. Like, I, 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 I get we didn't, like, really, like, like, 
yeah, we had a good talk with dad. That wasn't like a good, like we didn't like actually resolve this two books, four books ago, but we did. Well, we resolved it and then Hawk Frost came and <sighs> scribbled all over it. I, I, I just, I almost wish we didn't, you know, I wish that hadn't happened. Like, cause it would, it, or we just kind of like left it a little more open-ended, you know, cause it's just like. I think we, Firestar resolved it in himself. I don't, we don't know if Rambleclaw ever resolved that's, it. Yeah, that's fair. Because it was only from Firestar's perspective. Yeah, so Firestar is like, I won't hate you because what your dad did. And now Brambleclaw needs to see if he's going to hate himself for what his dad did. Yeah. It, yeah, there is a difference between being like, I'm, yeah, I'm okay to like your uncle dad boss. And then like actually being okay. But now finding yourself in a similar position as an adult, you know, where it's like, oh, I'm on the cusp of having power. Am I my dad? Who are you, Hobbit? Like, he cried just so he could lay down, like, three foot for me. Three feet for me. He's so cute. Yeah, me too. (laughs) You want to hear me with a cat fact? Yes! So, guys, this is going to be our final cat fact um, of the cat memes segment. Like I said, don't worry, it'll come back. I just, it, I, it kind of was hard for me to just narrow this down because I wanted to end it on a positive note, but I wanted to be one, like, I really liked. Um, so I yeah. kind of had to steer away from some of the older ones because kept seeing the, the, non-fungible that will not be named um (laughs) and so i was like okay let's just like look at one i like genuinely like love and you know and then i landed on it um for the finale of the meme cats i'm gonna cover one of my personal faves and that is pop cat um (laughs) i literally mentioned pop cat like you guys might recall, like, moons well, ago. moons ago, even before Mean Cats. <laughs> Many seasons. Like, I genuinely love Popcat, and good news, guys, Popcat loves you. Um, <laughs> so, this is a relatively me- recent meme. Like, it, it was, like, created in 2020. Um, so, it's a shorter story um, to cover, uh, but overall, I enjoyed it very much. So, Popcat is a set of two images of a cat with an edited mouth, like one's really big and one like totally closed, super small, as if they were going, you know, with their mouth. Or like going, ah, and then, so uh, the images uh, (laughs) like were animated um, and like fan art was made, lip syncs to songs, and even uh, the website popcat.click where you can just like, by clicking, um, oh, thank goodness. It's like cookie clicker and like there's a nation based leaderboard that Hong Kong dominates like so much so like Hong Kong news media was like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> um, and that doesn't answer the questions of wait, who is Popcat, Bo? Who is Popcat? Who is Popcat? Uh, and Popcat is a now three to four year old cat whose name is Oatmeal. Oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oatmeal is owned by Xavier. Uh, Xavier uh, and his friends 
which something I think is hilarious is this is something I've done with friends where they edited images of their like each other's animals, um, and they would often edit yeah. photos of uh of oatmeal like with like you know. Like, I literally have, a, I was looking through old photos, and I stumbled across uh, an edit someone made of Hobbit when he was a little kitten with, like, lasers coming out of his eyes. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my god, like, it's such, like, a, it's a very, like, thing that people do, you know? In a Discord, yeah. in Discord group, they were making these edits, and um, a friend of Xavier made the Popcat edit. Um, they were actually, images uh, were the actual images were stills from a short video of oatmeal chirping at a bug. Um, oh. And uh, that's pinned on Xavier's Twitter profile, which will be linked. So if you want to uh, watch oatmeal hunting. Um, and this was posted on Reddit by a friend who created it. And after a while, it got reposted and got memefied. And Xavier loves all the memes and often retweeted his favorites uh, when it was first popping off in 2020 um <laughs> and apparently oatmeal has taken well to the fame always believing he was a star anyways so glad the world caught up of course um and uh i should also mention uh xavier does have two other cats who are sometimes featured uh eleanor and ari i believe are their names um and there's very cute photos of uh uh, uh, oatmeal napping with Ari and Eleanor, depending. Um, and so there's, while there are a lot of iterations of Popcats out there now, um, the only like actual official merch can be found linked on the social media, uh, Xavier made for Popcat. Um, and if you love this cat, it's a great place to check out. Um, Xavier was not heavily involved with Popcat.click, but like loves the project. Um, and, uh, Finally, I cannot speak for, like, future conditions, but in August 2021, Xavier did say on Twitter, uh, he did not give anyone permission to make an oatmeal slash popcat NFT. Excellent. He did give permission to some people who have made merch, um, but if you're, like, at all unsure if, like, it's actually going oatmeal, there is an oatmeal store he can find through the social media that was linked. I'm not going to directly link to it, but, um... You can find it very easily on uh, Oatmeal's uh, social media and get more Popcat content. Um, and yeah, I just thought that was the perfect note to end on. <laughs> oh, we love Popcat. Yeah, we love Popcat. And and the nice thing is Xavier really likes it too. I, I always like a situation where yeah. someone's uh, animal did get memefied and uh, seems to be... Everyone's having a great time. Yeah, very positive. And uh, I... Uh, Popcat has uh, a Twitter, a Facebook, um, and an Instagram. I ha- I was able to link, and I think a TikTok too. Um, I believe they're all the same name. I will have a couple of them linked, uh, mainly the ones I use for the sources, but Popcat's out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, oatmeal, I should say, is and out thank there. thank goodness. Yeah. Thank so. goodness he is. <sighs> a healthy breakfast. Wouldn't banana be a really cute name for a dog? Banana would be. Nanners. It reminds me of... Well, Nanners. Isn't the Banana Splits? That was like that old 70s TV show. Wasn't there a dog on that? It was on like... It was on um, Boomerang. Oh! I forgot how scary these things were. 
oh, why do they look like <laughs> Yeah, they were like, the banana splits were, they're like people in costumes. One's a monkey, one is an elephant, and I think one, I think two of them are dogs, but one dog is very, like, he's wearing glasses, but it, he's wearing sunglasses. I do remember that. But it just looks like empty eyes. <laughs> no. Why are there two? Why are there two dogs and they look so different? This is like the um, Odie and Goofy question. And they named him Drooper. Is he a? I need to know. Is he a dog? He's a lion. <laughs> that's a. Oh yeah, that's a lion. That's barely a lot. Why didn't they give but, him any hair? Yeah, barely. You know, it's funny, Banana Splits became a horror movie. Yeah. And there were, like, they, like, like, wait, the Banana Splits one... movie is actually a horror movie. Oh, wait, and that one's supposed to be, like, a monkey or, like, a gorilla? It, I thought that one was the dog. Bingo? In this one picture that I'm looking at, he looks like a dog. What photo does Bingo look like a dog? Oh, like, kind of, but he's, like, he is definitely not. I mean, yeah. He's an orangutan. Yeah, just, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, but he kind of looks like a dog in these pictures. Okay. Wow, yeah, these are terrifying, but no, I definitely remember them. Okay, sorry, okay, guys, oh, all right, stop, stop, we can't talk about the banana splits on our cat pop, cat warrior cat (laughs) podcast. No, no, tell me, tell me, um, are we gonna, like, this was like a very like business as usual gathering, but also very hostile. Um, I was gonna comment how we managed to like avoid dramatics, but then like it was. But then Black Star came then in. Then Black like... Star was like, "Ah, this is boring." <laughs> I gotta throw a little shade here. That was mean. Leafpool stayed where she was when Squirrelflight and Ashfur went back towards the lake shore. Her eyes locked with crow feathers. No cat seemed to be paying much attention to her, so she started to circle the clearing in the shadow. Are we back in Leafpool's POV? Yes, we are. Okay, good, because I was going to be like, Squirrelflight, how stupid can you be? <laughs> like, I, I won't say, like, every sister, like, no, like, literally, like, these girls literally can read each other's minds, so, like, they actually don't have any excuse. But, like, you know, not every sister, like, has that close of a connection. Um, like, you know, I can but usually... But But, like, no, usually you can left. tell if your sister's, like, in a weird mood or, like, in a weird, like... I, I would be like, my god. I, I commented on this, like, a couple episodes ago that ThunderClan is really not the most observant, uh, uh, observant bunch, are they? <laughs> no. Well, except for... Leafpool, it's Cinderpelt. She tells her to come on or she'll be left behind. Thank God. Leafpool narrowed her eyes. Her clanmates had only just left the clearing. Was Cinderpelt deliberately keeping her away from Crowfeather? So maybe we do have one observant member of ThunderClan. I would hope maybe. that the woman she spends like every single moment of her days with would realize, especially when you girl of like you make it real obvious. You're not very subtle. Yeah. Yeah. 
they're not observant, but they're not subtle. So you would think that it would even out, and yet it doesn't. We still manage to keep secrets somehow in this clan. Leafpool casts a glance over her shoulder to Crowfeather before following her mentor, and he watches her with anguish in his eyes. Yeah, I do pray that um, our beloved. Um, she already she already called it out. Yeah, she did. So if anything, she like knows. Yeah, Hobbit's like disappointed because he's slowly eating a sticker off one of these boxes, and I just ripped it off because I couldn't eat with the sticker. And I was like, "There's something else to chew on." <laughs> he's so sad. This is why I don't like you in oh, here. Poor guy. You find something. You gotta put things in there for him. No. No, I don't. It's a closet. He doesn't need to be in here. Oh, I mean, just when you have him in here right now. Oh, this is the few... Uh, usually he doesn't do too bad if I'm only recording for an hour, but I didn't want him to rip down the door. That's fair. Oh, now he's furious. <laughs> okay. Hello, boy. Go on. <laughs> That's a nice setup you got. Thanks. Oh. But Leafpool can do nothing but follow Cinderpelt. She's a medicine cat. She can't love Crowfeather, and he can't love her. And she repeats that over and over to herself all the way back to camp. I need you to talk to, like, anyone. Yeah. But was Crowfeather looking back at her? All she could see is a look in his eye. He looked at her with anguish, is what he did, so. <laughs> Jesus. Dramatic. Yeah, I was gonna be like, oh god, they're so dramatic. <laughs> a sweet scent drifts around no! and a voice murmurs her name. At first she thinks it's Spotted Leaf coming to her in a dream. But when she opens her eyes, Uh, it's Feathertail. Huh? When did you start smelling good in death? Have you been hanging with Spotted Leaf? I guess that's just how hot cats smell. (laughs) Well, this is going to be confusing now. Several days have passed since the gathering. Leaf Pool asks Feathertail why she's here. I genuinely didn't expect Feathertail to be like, go for it, girl. Well, she guesses it's to speak to her about Crow Feather, and Leaf Pool feels a little guilty. The two had loved each other so much. Could she be angry that Crow Feather had fallen in love with another cat? Leaf Pool starts to apologize, but Feathertail silences her with her tail. Feathertail leads her out of camp and settles into a comfortable spot of grass. A lot of covering people's mouths with tails recently. Yeah, because a lot of people need to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, she can guess what Leafpool is thinking. She thinks she's angry about Crowfeather. I wish you were. Leafpool blinks, too ashamed to admit her suspicion. Feathertail asks her gently if Leafpool thinks she wouldn't want to see him happy. Leafpool makes him happy. Feathertail can see that. When? I'm a medicine cat. Leafpool protests. 
tests. What? Like, the, like legitimately when? Because every time he's hung out with her, he's been honestly, like, either frustrated or miserable. Distressed. Yeah. Like, what? Where? I actually would like you to cite your sources. Like, it's. And I. He just looked at her with anguish. Is this, like, is this some, like, weird psychological thing? Because, like, I've seen this not, like, I can't see this world leading anywhere but to misery. So are you actually mad at him for falling in love with another woman? But you're like, yeah, no, let's, let's, let's let this, uh, like, literal train wreck happen. Come on. Come on, guys. Yeah. Do it. Do it. I'm a medicine cat, lethal protest. But her fur tingles with delight. Yeah, genuinely everyone seems she to, like, she could ma- forget that. <laughs> well, she wishes she could make him happy, but she can't. Feathertail says that's not what she's, that's not why she's here. Oh. Oh. Oh, did you have, this is actually not what she's here for. Okay, well then why did we even, all right, okay, fine, then get, we had to, we had to, there was an elephant in the room, okay? Yeah, I guess that's fair. It would have been kind of awkward if she's like, business, 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 and like didn't address the fact that I'm literally in love with your ex? Your ex? Like, they didn't break up. That's the awkward part. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, the world did it. But like, yeah, so like, I'm gonna, yeah. like, I'm gonna. Like a rock, a rock broke them up. <laughs> a slag type. Might? Yeah. Uh, a pointy one. Tight. Um. What, what do we, what, what's up, girl? <laughs> Did you want to tell me about the cool new perfume you got? There's something Leafpool needs to do. It's Mothwing. She has an important message for her, but she can't reach her. <laughs> oh. We're sorry. The number you have dialed was not connected by the user. Like, we're sorry. The number you have tried to dial does not believe in God. <laughs> Stop calling my house! <laughs> Click. Oh my god. This is... That's genuinely so funny. Yeah. Because that, like, like our past, like, jokes we made about them having trouble getting in touch with her are true. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. What's what's up? What, what do we have to tell Moth doing? <laughs> well, a shiver of alarm swept through Leafpool. Also- She tells Feathertail that Mothwing- Oh, right. Feathertail's from RiverClan. Okay. Yes. She tells Feathertail that Mothwing is really good with healing herbs. <laughs> Honey, no. I'm like, obviously- She wanted to believe- If I had my issues, I would express those. I, I just- I'm literally just here about business. Well, Feathertail knows uh, StarClan had hoped that in time she would find faith in him, <laughs> but she hasn't, so they can't give her the message her clan needs. <gasps> this is so funny. StarClan shows up there being like, what can we do? Like, we're, like, like, we're here, right? Like, we're literally here. Yeah, but she just, like, doesn't plead. What? That They can do that? Like, we're... We literally made lightning strike a tree and smush a guy, and we can't make one stubborn uh, young lady believe in God. And, like, every stubborn young lady is like, well, yeah. <laughs> um, 
that's so funny that like they're not even mad they're just like oh, this is mildly inconvenient like we had hoped she'd come around but we accept our daughter like <laughs> we can't approve of her lifestyle but we'll accept it but lethal hesitates before she asks about the sign of the moth's wing that Munfer had received Feathertail licks her chest fur. She says Leaf Fool can't expect to understand the signs given to another cat. That's so funny. She needs Leaf that Fool to she tell. She just did the most awkward, like, cat lick possible. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't. Like, that's, like, that's the least graceful. Like, you've seen the video of Hobbit trying to lick his back, so that's probably the least graceful. Yeah, I watch my cat. It's very dramatic. But it's funny because she's that's like. That's like they always lick their chest fur in embarrassment. Yeah. It's always their, like, own oh, self conscious <laughs> move. She, uh, that's that's she that's very sweet. Home. She's like, that isn't my story to explain. Um, talk to your girlfriend. I don't know. Also, what's up with that? That like, how many how many girlfriends do you need, girl? <laughs> how many do you need? Like, you can date my like. I'm cool with you dating my um my boyfriend. It's cool. I'm dead. Um, but when what I just want you to let you know, girl. Um, when he dies, he's mine. <laughs> Well, she needs Leafpool to tell Mockwing something urgently. She can't reach her. Will Leafpool take a message to her? Yeah. Leafpool knows she can't refuse. She would do anything to help Mockwing. Tell her LiverClan is in serious danger oh. from Two Legs. Jesus. Two Legs? But they haven't seen any yet. Yeah, you guys have. Feathertail can't tell her anymore. Except that the danger is to LiverClan alone. But she promises that it is real. Will she go and warn Mothwing, please? Yes, of course she will. I think we should maybe mention it to a couple other people besides Mothwing because I'm just going to throw this out there. <laughs> she doesn't believe in you guys. So I hope her friendship with Leafpool is enough because, like, genuinely, like, if, like, I would say if, like, one of my religious friends came and, like, said, hey, my God told me. You gotta get out, girl. I would take it seriously because I I'm I still have like some, you know, I respect that. Sometimes people get bad vibes. I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, if you're getting visions, alright, I guess I'll believe you. I don't know. I don't know. Will Mothwing listen. Oh Jesus. This is gonna be so <laughs> messy. Feathertail gives Leafpool a single lick on the top of her head. She murmurs, thank you, Leafpool. She knows that if things had been different, they would have been good friends. Is this an invitation to a throuple? When I'm dead? (laughs) But they had been in different clans when she was alive. And what about Crowfeather? Would they both have wanted him? Do they both want me? Don't know. Oh, we're... Yeah, girl, we're forgetting some opportunity here. Her scent fades, and when Leafpool looks up, the beautiful silver tabby is gone, and she was waking for real in the medicine clearing. Cinderpelt tells her to check on Ashford's neck wound, and Leafpaw sets off to find him. Can you maybe tell your trainer, hey, I just had someone mention to me that there's danger. Well, she wonders how she could get away long enough to visit Mothwing. Literally just tell her, I got a vision from Star Clan. 
she could tell Cinder's pals about Feathertail's visit, but that would betray Mothling's secret. Oh, okay, actually that is valid. She'd be like, yeah, why so would they is... not? I mean, if... Oh, bad connection. <laughs> huh? Yeah, like if, I mean... Back at... River Clan has a really bad service it's rough. where they are. Um, I mean, I feel like if anyone would be understanding, Cinderpelt would be, but also I respect that Leafpool doesn't want to out her friend, basically. So, yeah, yeah. like, of, of all that. the medicine cats, I think Cinderpelt would be like, okay, cool, different strokes, different folks, whatever. Um, like, literally look at our leader and our not-deputy. Um, <laughs> look at the conditions I'm working under. Do you think I'm here to judge? No. Um, she, I, wor- I worked under <laughs> under uh, Yellowfang. Forged in fire, I was. So, you can throw anything at me. Oh, medicine cat doesn't believe in God. Whatever. Old news. Moving on. Well, she finds Ashfur making his way into camp with the Dawn Patrol, and his wound is scarcely visible. She doesn't think it needs any more herbs. Well, keep an eye on it for another few Pretend days, Pretend it does. He's lucky it didn't get infected. I have a great idea. Why? Say, oh, darn. Hey, you know what? I gotta go get so many herbs. Well, Squirrelflight greets her after dropping off Freshco. She bounds up to her sister. She'll never guess what they found on patrol. Catmint! Yes! It was near the abandoned two-leg nest Brambleclaw and his patrol found. It must have been a garden once, but it's all overgrown. There are enormous clumps of it, only just coming up, but it's Catmint. Leafpool says that's great. She hadn't really expected to find any here. Because that was, like, something that they usually found in two-leg gardens. Mm. She goes to tell Cinderpelt and realizes that this could be the answer to her issues. She tells Cinderpelt about the catmint and is asked to go gather some. Cinderpelt almost sends a warrior with her, but Leafpool assures her that it's in the middle of their territory and they know the fox is gone. I told you. I told you. She says she'll nose around and see if there's anything else worth stocking up on. And Leafpool was able to race along the abandoned two-leg trail to get to the nest. She's like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make a count. I gotta make a count. Oh, yeah. I gotta trim off those minutes where you can. She finds it near the wall. She's gonna grab that. Several stems. Run to Mothwing. And, like, it'll be, like, shredded when she gets home. She just, like, ran the whole way. Like, she'll give the message to Mothwing and be like, We gotta gotta go. And she'll run back. Several stems were long enough to take, and there would be plenty more later in Lulu. She grabs some stalks and leaves the two-leg nest. Instead of going back towards camp, she goes to the stream that marked the Wound Clan border. Leafpool tells herself that this is the best way around the lake because Shadow Clan was more likely to be hostile than Wind Clan. Although we've kind of seen the opposite lately, but yeah, okay. She crosses the stream and hurries towards the lake to make sure she's within two fox lengths of the shore. But she's on medicine cat business, so she shouldn't have trouble, even if she does get encountered. Yeah, we st- we even actually literally established that last week. Yeah. yeah. She races along the shore to get herself out of sight from the ThunderClan border, then slows to a brisk trot. She thinks about what she's going to say to Mothwing, and stops, 
heart pounds oh. and she has your realization. Would Mockling even take her warning seriously when she doesn't believe in Stark? I appreciate her confidence up until this point. But she tells herself that Mockling has to believe her. She had promised she'd deliver this message. Leafpool keeps an eye on the moorland slopes, and she tells herself that there's no point in looking for Crowfeather. What could she even say to him if she did see him? She doesn't meet any wind clan patrols, there's no sign of a catch by the horse pipes. But as soon as she passes the new river clan border, she spots Mistyfoot leading a patrol. Mosspelt and an apprentice Leafpool doesn't recognize is with her. So Mistyfoot greets Leafpool and asks if everything's alright. Leafpool sets down her herbs and says she brought them for Mothling. Nice. So that's her that's her ruse to get into River Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, so Mistyfoot thanks her and tells her to follow them. They're on their way back to camp. So yeah. We're gonna follow Mistyfoot back to camp. Nice! Good job. But, uh, wow. We're not gonna find out what happens until next week. Pretty solid yeah, um a successful ruse so far. Yeah. Pretty good for not planning it literally at all. Um proud of our yeah. girl. Um yeah, let's see what other uh rash decision she makes that probably won't work out as good. Also, please look at this sulking boy. Look at him. Oh my gosh, he's so sad. I'm giving him 100% my attention. He doesn't dare you not pay attention to him. He doesn't even want my attention when I do give it, so. Um, <laughs> folks, friends, everyone, if you want to get further than you thought without any plans, uh, follow us on Twitter <laughs> or Instagram at WCWITCast or email us directly at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, the best thing you can do is uh, share it with a friend. Uh, you can be like, hey, uh, in this episode, uh, Brenna has like one of her most annoying things happen, but then very quickly, uh, it's just confusing <laughs> instead. And now she... <laughs> we thought this was going to be much worse. Yeah. But now it's just like, oh, huh. Interesting. It's interesting. Because I remember heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.